Hey guys, it's the Two Bees in a Pod podcast with Brayden and Brendan. Uh, welcome. Sit back, relax, grab like a snack or your favorite beverage, and listen to us just talk about random garbage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. And then when we were about three feet into the dig, we realized that her uncle was actually two plots over. It's still not the worst first date I've ever been on, though. Welcome to Two Bees in a Pot. I'm Brayden. What? Did you find anything interesting, at least? Well, that's... uh, The court still don't want me to talk about it, but... Uh, Welcome to episode 41 of the podcast. I'm Brendan, by the way. Brendan, by the way. And we're happy to have you. We're happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. We're ready for another... Thanks. We're ready for another fantastic episode where we watched a movie. We're going to have some fun. But the first things first, we got to do our due diligence... We gotta kick this off right just, by rolling the. Have a good cry. Oh, we're doing that first thing. That's Not what me. the dice of destiny have did it, dedicated. Did it, did it, did it, did it. I thought you were gonna. But roll first thing, right there. Let's roll <laughs> the dice of destiny <laughs> and find out what we're gonna talk about to break the ice today. That's a real dice, guys. Brandon, our. Hi. Respective genies are back. Oh, my Canadian genie or Texas genie, and both of them have come bearing magical gifts. All right. We each get to wish for one object that we have an infinite amount of, but not money. What are you going to wish for? Hmm. Object infinite amount of. Yes. Yes. Physical object? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say Bitcoin. I was going to say Bitcoin. <laughs> no, no, no yeah, money. That, that, that does, that does is, count as money. Okay, we're going to put caveats on yeah, this. So yeah, yeah. Whatever I will you're find taking, a way to break this. Whatever you're taking, yeah. whatever you're getting infinite amounts of, yes. it's bound either to you or you could like give them to somebody. No, it's, you know, it's bound to you. Okay. And you cannot sell these for my for financial gains. It is just this is for you. This is a little genie present for okay. Brandon. Can this now can this be like a set of something or is it just one object as many times as I want it? I'm going to say one object. Okay. Now does that also incorporate something like a sandwich which is multiple objects between slices of bread? Yeah, cuz it would classify as like one object, but you're not going to be able to be like today I'm getting Okay. A peanut butter sandwich. Okay, the other so we, day, I'm going to have a ham sandwich. It's just always like going to be a peanut You've got to dedicate what's yeah. in that sandwich when okay. you order that sandwich. Whew, that's a that's a rough one. Um, I think the possibilities are... Essentially endless. Because um, it's difficult to nail one specific thing down mm-hmm. uh, that I want infinite of. Like if I got a large quantity of something, that's one thing. But like this is this is uh, this is now essentially a superpower. Um, 
Okay, here's a question. So how is it produced? Like, do I just, like, look at my hand and it's there? Or... Yeah, you, reach, you just reach out into the ether and you're like, bloop, there's a thing. Okay, so like, I'm, like, pulling like, you know, this you, out like, of the air. When magicians ha can do that thing where they put their hand out and they just, like, produce cards yeah. out of nothing, that's what you're able to do, but with this thing. Okay, okay. Um... I don't want to say sandwich because I'll get fat. So <laughs> like fatter, you know, like I don't want to, I'm, I'm doing what I can to work this off. So I don't want to like, whew, geez, that is a rough one. Um, Oh God, I don't know. I, what just, I'm going to need some time to think about it, man. What about you? You know, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking I'm gonna about it. I'm going to lost for words on this one. The first thing that comes to mind, like, I like the idea of a sandwich. Don't get me wrong. Being yeah. able to just reach out and go, boom, Reuben sandwich. Oh, I know. I will Ooh. never get tired of a good Reuben. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to circle back to what I picked. I can like, hear wife, you fanning yourself in excitement. <laughs> my wife made, for my birthday, she made me this Reuben hot dip. Oh. Oh, what? it was phenomenal. Reuben hot dip. Yeah, basically just like cut up a bunch of the, the corned beef, threw it in the slow cooker, uh -huh. with some cream cheese, some Swiss cheese, the sauerkraut, the Thousand Island. Okay. You just like let that boil down and melt and become gooey okay. and delicious. And you put it on like baguette slices. Oh, my gosh. I would love euphoric. to try that. Yeah, it, was, it was a euphoric. It just. The experience was. Could, mm. could we try? Could I try that at the at at D and D on Thursday? If you make it. Oh well, I don't really have I mean, the ingredients. But it, I just, I just, it, oh, I it, guess it, it's it, gone, huh? I ate it. Yeah, that's fair. It was transcendent, <laughs> Brendan. I. It came down to like there was a couple scoops left in the slow cooker, <laughs> and there was no crackers or baguettes to be found. So I just ate it with a spoon, and Oof. I was happy. Oof. Mm. That's like that's like Reuben salad, like chicken salad, yeah. but Reuben salad. But the first thing that I thought, uh, so after I was like, when you were, you're right. If I had unlimited Reuben sandwiches, I'm gonna get so fat. Yeah. So, um, then the next thing, and I think the thing that I'm gonna go with because you, uh, like the utility of it is going to be the most useful for me overall. Yeah. It's not an exciting answer. It's kind of boring, but I'm like, you know what? It's something that I can use. Is just a bottle of water. I cannot yeah. say how many times that I've been like yeah. in the middle of like summer and you're just walking and you're like, the yeah, nearest I'm, store is I'm so far. Sweaty. I'm not near my house. I don't want to pay I'm three dollars. Yeah. Right. I, oh, there's a Seven Eleven here. I'll go. Oh, four dollars for okay. bottled water. Sure. Okay. No, I'm just gonna get. And not even like I don't need like fancy Dasani. Well, no, that's whatever water. Did I you just say need, like, Dasani is fancy? <laughs> But you know what I mean, like those name brand. I just need like those little crinkly ones that you get, like a twelve pack for two dollars at the grocery store that I can crush in about thirty okay. seconds. Okay, so just that, be like bam, water, bam, water. That's the other thing is, is I yeah don't drink enough water in a day. Yeah, and it's not 100%. for lack of like I don't like water. I don't like drinking water. No, it's, it's just it's it could be. I a don't chore. have a water bottle with me. Yeah, and it's so inconvenient to drag one around. I with remember me. we both had one for a long time, and I think at one point yours dropped and like the bottom cracked I or something. I blew the bottom out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's there's I do there is one thing that comes to that. Which is interesting to me because, um, so let's say, because like if, if I'm going to get like water, I want like the cleanest, the crispest water, 
you know, that I can get in like a bottle. Like I actually really like Evian water and they come in like 1.5 liter bottles. And you've like, we've taken like drives, you know, how much I can drink to like sustain uh-huh. my, to, to, to sustain my moisture levels. Um, so that begs the question, what happens to the bottle when you're done with it? Can you toss it into a recycling bin? Are you going to litter? Or does it disappear? I'm going to say it probably disappears. Okay. Because so this is consequentless. Yeah. So it's bound to me. Okay. As we stated. So yeah. I can't take it to recycling because you did I can't say get you financial can give gains from. You did say you could give I it. I can't give it. So, like, I'm going to be, and, and it's helpful that way, too, is I can be yeah. like, oh, like, who needs waters? Bloop, 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 bloop. And you start handing out waters. Yeah. Right. I think once it's done, like, we're not going to, the genie's not going to be wanting to produce a whole bunch of, like, garbage. So let's just say yeah, it's exactly. after. Yeah, part of the part of the natural. I mean, you do have, like, a Canadian lumberjack as your, as your genie, so he's probably not going to be too keen on you wrecking the environment, right? Yeah, he doesn't want, like, beavers making dams out of magic water bottles. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go in that same vein. Uh, I would like to be able to produce like one of those tall boy cans, um, like those big Mountain Dew size, like the King size cans of, uh, of like a crit, like a cold crisp Coke zero. Mm. Cause like I, I drink a lot of water already, but like pop that that's a dent in my budget and i love a good coke zero mm-hmm. again you know me so i love my soda so like i'm not i'm not gonna be i'm also very careful not to get sick of coke zero oh, um yeah. like i'll have like one or two and then i'll just pound water like the rest of the night get myself to that point where like my body's like don't you dare put liquid in your face you're done we're good it's fine. An unlimited amount. Did you not? Do you not think that you would become sick of Coke Zero? Nah, dude. That Coke Zero has been that weird one for me, where I have like I, I could be like in the Philippines, Coke Zero was the go-to. Um, in most restaurants, Coke Zero is my go-to. I hate Pepsi Diet Pepsi. I don't. I'm not a fan of like uh, Pepsi Zero. To be able to just like you have Coke. No, we we have. Is Pepsi okay? And then I just. No, I'm good. <laughs> just like crack open that bottle uh, at at the table or whatever and just be like content. Because like I, my dining experience um, weighs heavily on like a good beverage being like on me, like being near me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like I could get like that Popeye's chicken was fantastic. It was made better by that cool cola that I went ahead and was sipping while I was eating. Like that experience to me. And there's yeah. really no soda for me that like sort of like hits that spot while I'm eating the same way Coke Zero does. And I've like I've like I've I've tried the Coke Cherry Zero, not the mm. same. Ginger Ale Zero, not the same. Mountain Dew Zero is close, but not the same. I get I got really sick of Mountain Dew Zero because I I drank like a whole case in to spend like two and a half days, like th- about three, four cans a day, roughly. Um, and I was just like, now nah, I'm good. But like almost like next day I bought a case of Coke zero and I was like one or two a day and I was good, like pounding water afterwards. So I, I think, I think it'd be like a crisp, like tall boy can of Coke zero. And also there's something about like that metal snap of the aluminum can to me that like, mm. you know, 
Coke, if you're listening, we're we're open for sponsors. Yeah, just, right. Just saying. Like, just I will be a whore for Coke Zero. <laughs> you know, though the most, fact, the fun most. Fact, though, is, you oh, were sorry, talking man. about like you don't like Pepsi. Yeah. Fun fact is, I I saw a video the other day, and you know, like, you know how you see Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC, and they're always like chained together. Yeah. Do you know why that is? Because they're all owned by the same like food. Uh, yeah. Business. So what happened was Coke became as popular as Coke do. Yeah. And Pepsi found themselves struggling to keep up. Yep. Pardon me. So they discovered that rather than like make that push and spend all that money to try and beat Coke, it was just cheaper to buy Pizza Hut, KFC, yeah. and Taco Bell and, and go, them to sell this it. is yeah. ours. 100%. We sell Pepsi, nothing but Pepsi. Yeah. That's ours. And then they just started like combining them so that they could get the best bang for their buck I out of these. Dude, I swear Mountain Dew is carrying PepsiCo on its back right now. Like <laughs> the amount of love oh, the for code Mountain Reds Dew. And oh, dude, I miss Code Red. Baja so Blast. Braden, and... I'm telling you now, if they ever re release Code Red and it's a Code Red Zero, it is over for me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to die right there. I'm going to OD Pe- on Code Red Zero. Pepsi, if you're if you're listening, we're open for uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, let's do some competition. Listen, what? Listen, Pepsi, you whichever one Brayden. of you. It's a race. It's yeah. a race. Ready, set, go. No, 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 no. Oh, no. that's the wrong button. <laughs> no! Oh God! Stop it! Ah! Sound machine! No, you betrayed me. <laughs> this is this is top quality entertainment, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Um, no, um, you know what? You know what? No, we're gonna foster some competition on this podcast. Pepsi, you can sponsor Brayden, okay? And then Coke sponsors me. All right? And I understand that means that Code Red or Code Red Zero is going to be on Brayden's side. But the 2Bs podcast is all about camaraderie and friendship. But yep. we're not we're not above, you know, grilling each other. Like having wrong opinions about certain coffee chains. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, uh, McDonald's, we're also open for sponsorship because your coffee is superior. Yay. Um, really yeah, not. so I would say the ice is sufficiently broken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, crisp some crisp Coke uh, Coke Zero and a nice bottle of water. You also you, you you should probably specify to the genie like for the bottle of water too because like if that comes out lukewarm, that's just not a good experience. Yeah, but even then, like there are times when like I'm parched, yeah, and I can crush a bottle of warm water to just be like pop pop pop. You True, pop it back and you're done. But like a cool like a cool is better. Oh most yeah. definitely. Like I I specify. Pinch, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I, cause that's one of those, like, cause you know, like the whole monkey paw thing, right? Because like, I, I like the idea of like a genie grants a wish, but you have to think about the potential consequences. You know, See, but that's your, your GD. You're going to have to specify cause he's Texan. Mine's Canadian. He's going to be nice to me. <laughs> he's going to yeah. know when I need it to be like, kind of like room temperature and when right. I need it to be but, cold. But Canadians like, also, hey, but, uh, how, it, uh, but, but, but Canadians are also cheeky devils. All right, so we can we we do like to we we do like to rib each other once in a while. So you know, I almost wonder if since since mine's a Canadian genie, if I shouldn't change my answer to a Caesar. Ooh, you do love Caesars. I love a Caesar. Yeah, or even just spiced rum, just to have that little mixerino. <laughs> just a little mixerino, you know. You know what this teenage <laughs> rum. <laughs> Me, I mean, to be fair, you're already like in, in a generally like sing songy, like happy go lucky baseline. 
So you get to that like nice light buzz for the rest of your life. And like, you're just like permanently the fun uncle. At that That's point, right. You'll never have to drive again because you're permanently <laughs> boozed. <laughs> this is Brayden. Hello, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> I want unlimited rum, but I want the unlimited <laughs> rum to not... Uh, unlimited spice rum, yes. but it's like non-alcoholic spice yeah. rum. So. If we're doing, if we're doing a f- non-alcoholic spice, there we go. Yeah, all the flavor, all the all none the of flavor the, and the none fun. Of the yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, also, incidentally, uh, with when it comes to Coke, uh, I uh, I, oh geez, it would have been last summer. Yeah, last summer, uh, around July, I tried doing the Coke ribs thing. Um, but oh, all I yeah. had on hand was Coke Zero, which does break down, um, like the proteins, but it it was not the same as using a regular Coke because I just no. I did a little experiment through a little the sugars aren't there exactly right like the yeah. the aspartame does not cook out the same way as it like it starts to break down in heat yeah so like it 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 had the Coke like flavor it just didn't have any sweetness to it so like I had to throw some brown yep. more extra brown sugar in there and stuff like that um. So yeah, I, I the Coke ribs are really good though. I recommend it if you haven't tried them yet. Yeah, they're really the other one that's really good is uh you do like a ham in a slow cooker, but you do Ooh. it as, with uh root beer. Oh mm-hmm. that oh that does sound good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That spicy, like the the spiced sort of like uh-huh. flavor. Yeah, I can hundred percent. Yeah. Like for Easter's coming. Get mm. your hams ready, folks. I can I could totally see how that's like a nice change from pineapple. Like, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. I like, I like a good pineapple roasted ham. Like, like the hickory ones or a honey ham with some pineapple on it. Fine. And like a sandwich. But like, I'm not a huge fan of just a big hunk of sweet meat just like sitting on my plate. Well, and the, and the real, like, and that's all anybody ever does with ham. Yeah, it's boring. It's like, same you thing go to somebody's time. like turkey every year. It's the same turkey. Yeah. It's the same salt, ham. It's salt, like, pepper. Mix it up. Oh, yeah. Dude, we did a Southwest spiced turkey this year. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I, and I, like, went under the skin with a bunch of butter and stuff to, like, that's really make it moist. That's that's how I do mine. I call yeah. it the Paula Deen turkey. There's a whole yeah, stick of butter baby. underneath the skin. And then yeah, another stick baby. of butter. That I melt the stick with, yep. like, garlic. In onion in the, yeah. in the melted butter. Yeah. And then I have a giant needle that I can inject the turkey and Oof. it plumps up like, like, no so one's much, business. Uh, yeah. Like it's got some sort like of Paula steroid Dean? injections to it and it just gets all yeah. puffy. It's got its like butter breast implants oh. underneath the skin. And <laughs> butter breast implants. I made that turkey a couple years ago for Easter. Mm-hmm. And I have my, my electric turkey cooker and very we took nice. it over to my in-laws, and it finished cooking there. And then we had Easter, and my daughter was tired, so my wife and I were like, "Well, well, we gotta go. We'll just leave the roaster here. We'll come back." Yeah. So a couple days went by, and my in-laws were kind enough to bring my roaster to our house, and they dropped it off. And I said, oh, "Thanks," and they're like, "Yeah, nice. you're welcome. We didn't clean it for you." And I went, "Oh no, there oh. was there was turkey stuff in there." Oh no, it's, it's been several days. I was dreading oh. it. I was like, "Oh, I have to open this." And the, the wave of that's going to come out of that is going to be gross. And I lifted up the lid and it, it smelt like popcorn. And I went, it's going to be a good day. What? That's so that tells you how much butter I put in my turkey. Yeah. The turkey drippings smell like popcorn. Yeah. Damn. That's some. Um, 
almost i almost was i'm almost curious if you poured that on popcorn but i wouldn't you'd probably die no, so i wouldn't I recommend did not. that Salmonella <laughs> popcorn kills you <laughs> movies heck yeah um oh man and speaking of uh family dinners by the way yeah um i'd like to uh sort of like like, like let's let's narrow our focus down um and and maybe take a little nostalgic journey perhaps Ooh. a let's see if a nostalgia trip and see if my soundboard is kind to me today yeah. remember to hit the right button oh. hey choo choo everybody i did it i believed in you the whole time Hello? Hi. Hey, hey, you good? I was waiting. I was waiting for some sarcastic retort after that. And I did. It was a, I was waiting for the other shoe. And you were like, I who believe hurt, in you. Who hurt you? <laughs> you. <laughs> you. <laughs> so uh, what, what kind of nostalgia trip have you mapped out for us today, Brendan? Just, just a mini nostalgia thing that just brought me back to the I'm fat from like how many months ago because <laughs> i'm fat okay <laughs> um anyway uh no let's let's um so in the, the movie that we watched just to clarify to everybody was uh marcel the shell with shoes on um and there's there's heavy tones of like family and spending time with those that you've lost um and how that shapes you and uh i i wanted to like you know take take a it might be a little bit somber but we'll try to keep it positive just like memories that we hold dear spent with family members that are no longer with us um and i'd like you to start us off this time well the one that i oftentimes go back to when i when i kind of think back to so my 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 grandparents have all passed um one of my favorite soups was the beef barley soup that my grandma always made. Ooh. But I she would make it in a way, right? Yeah. She made it and she would put it in an ice cream pail. And that was like, she'd make a big batch of this stuff and she'd put it in ice cream pails and she'd put them in the freezer. But the fat content in this soup was so thick that it never fully froze. Oh. It just kind of like, Congealed like in the freezer, beef and barley ice cream, <laughs> like pretty much. Hell so then yeah. you would it, like the days that my brother and I would be going over to grandma and grandpa's, and we'd be like staying there for the day, or we'd be there for lunch. I loved going there for lunch because yeah. you always knew that there was soup in the freezer. And grandma would go and she'd grab the same mugs out of the out of the cupboard, and you'd run downstairs and you'd open the freezer and you would just scoop it like soup slush, Whew. and you'd run back upstairs and you'd put it in the microwave and boop boop boop, and you'd get that beef and barley. Favorite soup in the world. And for years in my adult life, I asked grandma, I said, like, what's the recipe? And she, oh, I don't have a recipe. I just throw stuff together. I don't have a recipe. And then she passed and there was never a recipe. So I. I, I, Did you ever watch her cook it? No, because it was always just made and in the freezer. So to this day, I yearn for grandma's beef and barley soup in the freezer that. It's just one of those things that yeah. that's well i mean lost off the to, lost to time i mean off the off the cuff you know you can you could definitely extrapolate 
you know, like first and foremost, she's definitely not using lean ground beef if there's that much fat content. So she's using True. like 80, 20 chuck, right? Heck, you probably maybe even 80, 30, depending, right? And then, you know, the standard uh, beef and barley spices, probably onion powder, garlic powder, um, salt, pepper, obviously. Um, and then it's just like, it's tweaking, you know, like have that little journey with yourself, start off with like a bog standard beef and barley and just start experimenting in the kitchen, homie, you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, It's not going to have the same feel as grandma, but if it, if it's, if it's got that, like that, you get that little hint, you know, like that little, that, that little, like that, that, that back here, that little spark of, uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Like that's maybe you could be beef and barley soup in the freezer, grandpa one day, you know? Maybe we right? can only hope. Yeah. Except like write the recipe down when you tweak it. Right. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> you know, cause I, I, I had a friend of mine that had a similar uh, experience. He, uh, he found out that his grandmother had uh, recipe cards mm. um, that she just, she just forgot about. She got old and she forgot that she had them. And these are ones that she used to use when she was like in her twenties and thirties. And he just found all these recipes and he's been like making them with his daughter and his son. Um, and like, because she died well before uh, like he grew up at all. Like he knew her when he was like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all his memories of her are basically just food. And then like the stuff that she got him, mm-hmm. you know, like th- that sort of like, like he remembers the face. He doesn't really remember the voice anymore. So like that's like his way of connecting with that part of his family, um, yeah. and that's it's that's precious. Yeah, that's precious. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and if you got like any dishes that you cook with your mom, you know, write those down. Yeah, get her get her in the kitchen. Just start writing them down, and that way you you and you and Mel got that uh, you got that connection. You know. Oh, you for sure. Fall back on. Um, any, uh, I mean, on my, on my end, uh, significantly less, I mean, still food related technically, uh, first time my dad took me hunting. Um, mm. I've talked about my dad before on the podcast, a uh, very big part of my life, literally six, five. So big part of my life. Um, and, uh, I don't like he, he passed away when I was seven. He had me when. Uh, he was like 58, like he already had a family prior and stuff happened and he found my mom and, you know, like after that divorce happened and then he found my mom, pen pal stuff, you know, romance, whirlwind romance stuff. Um, and then, you know, about a year and nine months later, I pop out and I didn't really get that experience that kids have with their dads where it's like, oh, we're going to go play catch or we're going to go and. You know, we're going to we're, we're going to go out and, and run around and, and play in the yard like dad was mm-hmm. already older. So yeah. like a lot of my memories with them um, are like the like the more upfront ones were like when he took me hunting one time and my job was to beat the goose to death after it was shot. Uh, <laughs> that sticks with me because it was freaking horrifying at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I remember that like. He's got the gun and stuff and I'm sitting there, little five year old me and my uncle Don's right beside me and my cousin um, is with us, too. And we're all like sitting around and then my dad and uncle Don are like, all right, well, let's go see what's coming and hear the little honks in the distance. Um, And, you know, the gunshots are going off. My dad's got these kid sized like uh, 
actually, they were probably just like female sized um, earplugs, smalls. Shoved them into my ears. Same with my cousin. He had two plugged uh, two plugged into his ears, and uh, gunshots are going off and stuff. And then uh, my uncle Don's uh, Labrador Retriever, uh, big, big, blonde, happy-go-lucky dog. Uh, I think his name was Buck. That sounds right. Buck sounds right. <laughs> um, and yeah, he would. He just ran out and he'd bring the bring the birds back and and. Uh, sometimes they were twitching and stuff and i remember like my dad like kate take that log and right in the head yep. what right in the head okay <laughs> so i just walked up and thunked a piece of wood onto the thing's head um but yeah like it's uh, but like i i that was like really the first time in my life that i like i i felt i accomplished something you know oh yeah Know what I mean? Like, I did it. I helped my dad. Because I wasn't allowed in the garage. Because I'm five. Oh. Right? Well, because I'm five. So, like, outside of, like... Like, around the house is another another thing that I remember doing with my dad. Like, um, one time he was fixing up... Uh, he was cleaning out the plate of the mm-hmm. of the water heater. And he's like, okay, you're going to hold the flashlight for me. I'm like, okay. And then I'm standing there holding the flashlight. Mom came down, gives me juice. Don't bother him. He's holding the flashlight. Go ahead. And I remember that. And yeah. I remember that, you know, and, and another time at one point the water bed's leaking and he's patching it and he's like, okay, pass me the tape. And I'm passing the tape, but I wasn't allowed in the garage because, um, at one point, I think it was around when I was six was when I started sneaking my way in there. My dad had like, uh, a nail gun, uh, band saws, big circular saws in there. Like, Wood, woodwork yeah, and stuff people die in garages yeah. yeah so there's a there's a reason that i wasn't allowed in there it was after he passed away um i think it was yeah when he passed away when i was about six and a half turning seven because he died in august and i turned seven that 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 october so yeah so i i now i fully understand why i wasn't allowed in there because he had nails all over the floor he had um yeah, he, I guarantee it was one of those, like, I'll clean it when I get to it, and then never got to it sort yeah. of moments, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I now know why. It wasn't like, oh, I don't want you near my stuff. It's No, I just, I, he didn't want me to stab my feet. <laughs> get <laughs> get the... tetanus, you know? <laughs> um, and then uh, and then another really fond memory of mine has got to be the, uh, he named his truck after me. Oh? Yeah. Um... And this is before, uh, like, the childish days of high school. Because my initials are BJB. Um, my middle name is James. So, like, he for the longest time... Down, everybody. There's, there's a quiz at the end of this. He had uh, BJ's dad on the front mm. of his truck. And uh, and he, I, I still got the... Um, it was like a, a grill cover. He oh, had yeah. That, he had that done up for himself. And because uh, I'm his only son, right? He didn't have any other male children. He just had me. So he had two daughters previous. And then when he found out, at least according to my mom, when he found out he was having a son, that was like a light was up in his eyes. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to have a boy. So, you know, it's uh, I got I got a lot of little things, you know, I didn't yeah. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with them. I think my, my brain, I think because, you know, you, like people talk about, oh, my brain switched on around like three or four. Um, 
Like you know what I'm talking about? Like there's, yeah. there's when, when they become like, like sentient like your, beings. Yeah, your your first long term memory is essentially what it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like mine is. I think it was around three ish. And it's not. It's super vague, and it feels like a dream when I think about it. But it's basically just me and this like little, um, what are they? I don't know what they're called. They're the the little like the walkie things that have the wheels on the bottom. You put the kid in, and their feet's the on the ground. The baby walkers. Sure. Yeah. Baby. Okay. Sure. Baby walkers. I don't have kids, so I don't know. Um. Well, fun fact: you won't be able to get them when you do have kids because they're illegal in Canada. Are they? Yeah. Because kids walk downstairs with them. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. I was about to say, like, you just put a gate up, but I I broke through those that that the security gate a lot. So that's yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. You can't get them in Canada. Kids are smart nowadays, and they were clever back in the day. We had to be. <laughs> Not a lot going on. Um, it was the only way I can get to the NES. Uh, we were too busy running downstairs in our walkers. Yeah, right. We were daredevils. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, um, gravity. Right. I think uh I think yeah, no, it, it's it's I'm in I'm in like the little walker thing. It was white, it had like a little tray and I had my toys on it, and I'm squeaking the memory always it, it like the the start of this memory for me is always me squeaking this little like squeaky lamb toy that I had. And I'm just like squeak, 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 squeak. And I look up and then I see my dad who when you're a teeny tiny child versus a six five dude who used to play football in high school um like mountain of a human right so my my first memory is looking up at my dad and seeing just a giant person laughing because i'm squeaking my toy and that's the Mm. only that's the first memory i don't got anything after that part of that memory but that's what i remember from that part of my i don't know activation when someone paid for the subscription Mm -hmm. um in my brain. How about like how about you, man? You got any like early like what's your earliest memory? I I don't know. It's that's one of those things that I've often tried to think back to and I can't I hit my head a lot. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, it's really? uh yeah. I don't know. I don't know when I switched on. Hmm. It was how, just How about just like me? What's your, like your earliest memory then? Like the long like furthest back you can reach. I don't know. I've tried multiple times and I don't know. My brain's it's I have a scatterbrain. So to yeah. pinpoint anything and be like, oh, that was that was earlier than that. I don't know. Like I've got a lot of childhood memories, but yeah, I don't know chronologically when any of them occur Yeah, because I don't see myself. It's not like I have a third eye view, the bird's eye view. Where I'm like, oh, OK, so I'm mm. this. It, it, it's clear here that I'm like two and a half. It's it's from my eyes, so yeah, okay. Like I don't know when it is, where it fits in the timeline of me. Yeah, I, is... I can like I can definitely affirm my first memory because, uh, like I remember walking around as like a six year old, even a five year old, and like seeing that walker in the basement and the little toy, a uh, little toy sheep that I had in my toy chest for the longest time toy chest toy tupperware container more accurately giant uh blue gray tubs um yeah like that's 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 how i know that that's a real memory and not just like a dream type thing yeah um yeah it's and i because i can picture that exact part in the carpet the tv is right behind me over my left shoulder um 
side note, that TV that used to be over my left shoulder was working up until I think I was about 17 until it finally crapped out. Well, it's because they always last. Those things lasted forever. Mm. CRTs built are like awesome. A, built like a truck and they last as long. Yep. And then like the fancy TV at the time that we bought in for our new place, that one's still working, which mm. I love. Um, that's why I play my GameCube and uh, the NES still works on it too, which is nice because it had the old cable connection on the back. Yeah. So, and then the, yeah. the timing's different on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. yeah, that's uh, that's that's digging back, man. So, how about you at home, you guys listening? Let us know in the comments with some kind of nostalgic story or somebody that you lost that you got the warm and fuzzies when you think back about. And... Yeah, something you hold close to your heart and, and you can, and it makes you feel, like Braden said, warm and fuzzy on the inside. Yeah. We want to While you're it. down there, make sure you like and subscribe and you share and uh, forward every, to uh, Coke and Pepsi so that we can get in front of them and we yeah. can start this uh, sponsorship challenge. Get this ball rolling, do. you know. Yay! Because we, we want the free shit. Yeah, no, we like free stuff. I'm really into yeah, it. It's a big fan of like, I, I if, don't have to pay for it. Yeah, my, my sexual orientation is give me free stuff. Just give me. Yeah, give me. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I think that signifies our little break there, Braden. It sounds like it. What I'm a segue, eh? I'm going to go get myself another Caesar because we talked Oof. about Caesars, so Oof. can't see a Caesar and not want a Caesar. I mixed a, um, I did a little thing with blackberries and ginger ale. Uh, oh, yeah. For those of you at home cool. that, yeah, if, if you want, hey, if you want to hear about it, I'll tell you, because a bunch of blackberries were on sale at the, uh, the grocery store. We got like nine packs. Um... And uh, I muddled up about six, seven blackberries in the bottom of this big mug um, that I have, like a big like soda beer mug type thing. One of the ones you gave me, actually, uh, that came in that big set of glassware that you gave me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, muddled up a bunch of those in the bottom, uh, got the juice out and stuff, and uh, threw in a one and a half ounces of lemon juice, two ounces of vodka, um, and then filled the rest of the glass with ginger ale, and that was... Whew, that was delicious. That was next time. Freeze your berries first. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, that way you don't have to put ice in. Mm-hmm. They've been they'd been in the fridge, like the back of the fridge type of deal. So like they were they were good and firm. Yeah. Either way, yeah, hundred percent. Well, go make yourself a drink. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Marcel the Shell with shoes on. We'll so, be right here. See you in a second. <laughs> Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotiontron, and I have snuck on to the Two Bees podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Beegrim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> for us, Brendan. Yeah, I didn't set the precedent for the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know me. He don't know my life. No, but I do, I do, but no, the, the main reason that we don't get into those adventures is because uh, I'd, I'd rather linger a little longer with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, we're back, by the way. We um, sure are. 
for those of you that uh, went ahead and actually did uh, check out uh, Marcel, the shell with shoes on, um, there's a little song. I'm just going to do a little do a little thing because um, I happen to like it quite a bit. Mm, I want to linger mm, a little longer, mm, a little longer here with you. Mm, 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 it's such a perfect life. It doesn't seem quite right mm, that this should be my last with you. Mm, mm, and come September, mm, I will remember mm, our scouting days of friendship's true. Mm, mm, and as the years go by, mm, I think of you and sigh. Mm, this is good night and not goodbye. Mm, I want to linger a little longer, a little longer here with you. Yay! I got like, I got like weirdly emotional like at the at the start of that second one. Yeah, I, we, like, we heard that. I just like yanked it back. Yeah. Like, right. no, you're singing, damn it. You got to... Rain her in. No time for Felix. You get back in there, Tear. This is, this is yes. <laughs> you get back in there. <laughs> Not today. Not today, Felix. <laughs> you stay down deep inside you of me. You stay deep in my deep down by my tailbone where I told you. That's where I keep you locked in a box. I need you, I, I need you locked away in that, I need you locked away in that tumor in my colon. That's where I need you to be. <laughs> Every day I get back and grow it a little bigger for you, so you got all that room to roam. <laughs> you go into that footlocker I shoved up my anyway, so we watched whoa, a movie. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, 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 whoa. So we watched show. That, the that show. Got, that got graphic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So yeah, we watched Mar a wholesome little movie, Marcel yeah. the Shell with Shoes on. Mm -hmm. It's about a movie. It's a movie about a it's a, a it's character. about a movie. It's about a movie. It's, Which is not is. wrong. It's, it's a true. documentary. Yes, it's documentary. Which is kind of like a movie, but no one has any lines, and nobody even knows what it is while they're making it. There you go. It's a line yeah. from the film, by the way, guys. Yeah. So Marcel uh, yeah. is a cute little like I I enjoyed oh, this movie. Oh, it was guy. it was really cute little wholesome film. Yeah. Like, where it didn't have like it, every movie nowadays, like it's all explosions and racing and fast, and this was just or Oscar a little. Yeah, a lot of it's just a little films. a little shell that lives in his house with his grandma and he goes on everybody. his adventure and he's lost his family and he's missing them and it, he's just the cutest little thing. This is a feel good movie. Um, I don't know who does the voice acting for Marcel. Actually, we should probably uh, can you look that up really quick. I will bring it up. Well, yeah, because I've yeah. got uh, IMDb right here. Yeah, so we've got um the 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 documentary guy who's like uh in between. Who's in the midst of a divorce? Her name is and Jenny Slate. She voices yes. Marcel. Yes, absolutely adorable. And then uh, the dude that the, the documentary guy, uh, Dean. Dean, yeah. So Dean, the documentary dude, <clears throat> is uh, post-divorce, and he winds up moving into uh, what is essentially like a house that was like a bed and breakfast type of thing. <clears throat> now, kind of like a boarding house sort of thing. And um, the. Uh, so he's he's staying there for X amount of time, and he discovers Marcel, the little shell with shoes on. And um, Marcel has like a day to day routine, and obviously fascinated by Marcel, Dean starts to take videos, and then eventually that turns into like a full fledged documentary. 
Um, so, like, the movie itself is, I think, because Marcel was a bunch of YouTube shorts, I think, back in. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. So that that's where it comes from. So it, it, it was videos of, like, this is me with my shoes kind of thing. And right. then then it exploded. That's why you see those clips where, like, he's, Marcel's watching himself on YouTube. Oh, those are actual YouTube videos. Those are actual YouTube videos. So then it became this full, this full uh, movie, a full length film where they kind of explain Mm. their, how Dean and Marcel work together. And then it expands into Marcel's family. And we get introduced to, to Connie, Marcel's grandma. Yep. Delightful, delightful little shell woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fascinating. Uh, like one of those like classic like grandma sort of roles where she's built like a tank. You yeah. know, um, I really liked. I liked Connie quite a bit. Uh, I found that she was a very good like anchoring character. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the the a movie like this, you're constantly at risk of like your your suspension of disbelief will like sort of like bleed out and then eventually leave if. You know, you're watching something that is essentially like ridiculous. Yeah, you know, tiny little shell person with shoes on. Okay, one eye and some um, shoes, and you know. yeah, you know, talking to a little kid. Um, but Connie uh, exudes. Who played Connie? Because she exuded grandma energy. Yeah, like, she was like, radiated like the sun. And it was like I like the choice of having her with that. Uh, like that Italian accent, so it, she mm, felt yeah. like an She's old the Nona, yeah. yeah, like yeah. that that white the wisdom that comes with that subtle act. Oh, um, Isab- Isabella Rosalini is the voice ah, of Connie. Wonderful, Isabella, bravo! Yes, you did yes, an amazing yes. job as Connie. One of my favorite things, like favorite lines in this in the movie is, and it's it's not going to be a it's not a spoiler. It's like I'm going to do this in a way because yeah. it, it's worth watching. So. Where where Marcel is concerned with uh, a certain thing that's coming, and and Marcel keeps talking about how he's worried that things are going to change, and he says to Connie, and he goes, "But what if things change? Or what if what if this happens and things change?" And Connie yeah. simply just goes, "It will." But mm-hmm. the way that she delivers that line is, mm-hmm. it's nothing but comfort, like. You feel warm because you're like, yeah, it's going to change. But she knows it's going to change for the better. Yep. It's not because you can't stay in that bubble. You can't stay where you are all the time. You can't Some escape things, time. Things change sometimes, and yep. it's it's okay. The, seasons, the leaves the leaves turn colors. The snow falls on the ground. Uh, you know, flowers die and then rebloom if they're perennials. And you know, it's it it, it, it it's like when you're a small child. And everything that's in front of you is your entire world. Those larger com- uh, like concepts of like time passing and death and things like that, they don't they don't really click, you know. Yeah. Unless you've been unless you go through like a traumatic event or something like that, you know. Um, for a lot of kids, it's losing their first pet, yeah. you know, or losing grandma. And this movie is an excellent representation of like a child navigating that in a yeah. weird way because like marcel is already more mature than you think he would be because he's already dealt with a first set of loss mm-hmm. um and then he's already acting a certain way he's helping grandma out as best he can helping nona and uh taking care of her and she takes care of him and it's it's very much a like kid that grew up quick because he had to. yeah 
Well, and like because you've got that innocence with Marcel, even just in the tone of of his voice and kind of some of the things that he says, you can you can tell there's that like naivete with mm. it. Yeah. But there's he has still experiences, those, but not enough to. Yeah, but there's still those glimmers role. of wisdom that kind of shine through. Yeah, where yeah. it's it, you could take like so many of Marcel quotes and just put them on a T-shirt or or a poster in front of a sun sunbeam shining through some forest and like I've got a bunch a list of them here of like oh, yeah. De- Marcel's talking to Dean. Guess guess why I smile a lot? Why? Uh, cause it's worth it. Yep. Or <laughs> <laughs> the one I laughed really hard at was when Marcel's in the in the laundry room and he's talking. Basically, Marcel's view on what life is: it's pretty much common knowledge that it takes at least twenty shells to have a community. My cousin fell asleep in a pocket, and that's why I don't like saying everything comes out in the wash, because sometimes it doesn't, or mm. sometimes it does, and they're just like a completely different person. You <laughs> would always just stare out the window and wait for fire trucks to come. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, and it's it's all it's so weird with like you hear that level of writing, but it comes across as so incredibly natural. Yeah, it which, seems, it feels genuine. It's not yeah. like oh, we're we're trying to make these quirky things just because of that innocence of Marcel that yeah, these things come out and this this movie did itself a great service by not having like an adult with a pitched up voice play the titular character yeah um having that having the kid do it with that well no it's every a, line, that's a woman is that a woman yeah but she just has that like really simple rasp to it wow that's yeah, well, yeah I, jenny's I mean, jenny slate is oh well, i mean she's not jenny slate is 47 years old oh so jenny slate was the Remember a couple of weeks ago when we watched everything everywhere all at once? Yeah. You remember the woman with the dog on the leash that she uses as a weapon? That's her? That's her. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, that's actually really awesome. I like that a lot. Yeah. That poor dog, by the way, got like booted. <laughs> Absolutely punted at one point in that movie. Yep. Um, that's awesome. That's yeah. actually really awesome. And like, and I love the... So... Marcel and and Connie, they're all it's like stop motion animation, yeah. but it's done in such a way that it's like I was amazed by a lot of the shots that were happening where mm. he's walking up and down the wall or or Marcel's in his little tennis ball car that he drives mm. around the house, which I'm I still how, not. Side, I still haven't note. figured out how he gets it out of the basement after side, he's driven down the stairs. Side note, uh, I'm perpetually confused. As to how no one just bought a hamster ball, right? For for the little buddy, I don't for for the life of me, I don't understand how no one well, went. And like other people don't know he lives there, but yeah, come on, Dean, like, like you, Dean, you've been here yeah. for long enough. Get him something he can see out of. Yeah, right. It's weird. Um. Yeah, no, I, I hear you there. That's like I I was guessing that he just had multiple tennis balls around the house. Oh, as indicated at the end, yeah, when everybody's in the tennis balls, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I also love how he uses honey to uh, climb up and climb down up the walls. the walls. That's adorable. His um, uh, his rope was kind of gross. Oh, the hair! <laughs> I pull the sh- the curly hairs out of yeah. the drain. The yeah. curly ones are stronger. You just have to press all the curl out of it, and they yeah. get pretty long. Cut to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love oh his dog. I don't want a real dog, but I I have I have I, I have this have lint a... on a string. <laughs> Just a little fuzz. And for that... some reason, I was expecting two little eyes to like, and then like <laughs> it's an actual little dog, but right. Yeah. Or the the, the bit when uh like when they're talking to to Leslie. Mm-hmm. Or they're talking about Leslie and, oh, and Marcel yeah. is 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 scared and he's like I, I'm just I'm just scared, honey, I'm scared grandma. And she goes, is, would would Leslie be fearless? No. Or would Leslie be scared? No, Leslie's fearless. <laughs> so that remember that that's my early wisdom. This isn't my words of wisdom. This mini is wisdom. early words. Yeah, mini yeah. wisdom. Remember, live your life like Leslie. Leslie is fearless. Yep. Be like Leslie. Take chances, you know, yeah. get messy, make mistakes, and learn from them. You know, that's the other thing I really like about Connie too is like you get you get that worldly wisdom, yeah, from her, and it's, but she's never overbearing. She's never like she's very nurturing. Like the whole, um, I loved the the whole stage thing, that's st- the first stage scene where Marcel's singing. Oh yeah, and, and it's like she's just yeah. so proud that it's like he's got his stage yeah. now. He's got an audience. Yeah, He's always been a performer. And... It's it's so oh, it's so it's good for the boy. Like it's yep. oh Nona, Ooh, right in the heart. Um, this is this is a textbook example of a film that could very easily have went hard bore into trying to make itself Oscar bait. Um, yeah, like just injecting like dumb, overly emotional scenes and stuff like that into like you know trying to garner that you know playing sad music over them to like. You know, um, yeah. garner those tears and stuff, and be like, "Oh, look how look how sad it is." Oh, oh, but like this movie is somber. Mm-hmm. It's a very somber film when uh, when some stuff goes on, and it's a very like, um, like you feel, you get that sense that Marcel is just holding it together, you yeah. know, and and that in of itself is super sad. But like on the flip side, like you got to respect his strength because the kid is he's going through the motions he's growing up and he's trying to figure himself out. So the fact that he's like held it together this long already is outrageously impressive. And I just want to preface this, um, or, uh, sorry, add a, uh, add a suffix to this. Um, if you're out there and you're going through it, you know, and, and it's been, it's been a rough patch or it's been a roller coaster ride up and down, up, down and up. Um, and you're not sure where life is going to take you. Like, I'm proud of you for making it this far. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm, I'm super proud of you that you, that you're you here have, right now and you're still going. You and have survived a hundred percent of your hardest days. So mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to quit. Nope. If you ever need no anybody to talk to, to quit. reach out to us. I love yeah. to listen. Yeah. Remember, be like Leslie, be strong, be fearless. Mm. For those keeping quizzes, like for the quizzes at home where yeah. you wrote down Brendan's middle name, mine's Leslie, by the way. So that's Brendan's second is question. It, is it actually Leslie? Yeah. After and here grandpa. I've been calling you Henrietta this entire time. No, it's Leslie after my grandpa. Oh. Nielsen? Yeah. Like, I know you're pulling my leg, but like, if that was actually <laughs> the case, oh my God, if that was actually the case. And you'd been holding out this entire time. We would be actually <laughs> friends off. We would actually be friends. Out. You come to D&D on Thursday? No! 
I hate you. Not only, not only. I'll show, you, I'll show you the picture albums of me and my grandpa, and me on the set of airplane. I'm gonna sit on the. I'm gonna sit on the couch and watch, read them myself. But not talking to you. <laughs> I'm still mad at you. Um, yeah. Now this is this is a solid film. It's a good watch. It's on Amazon Prime uh, or Prime Video. I recommend it. Um, yeah, it's. Give it a I, watch. I watch it. Watch with your kids too. This is a good yeah. like. It's a good film. It's got some good lessons in it. Um, this is about, like, yeah, my daughter and I watched it, and she she certainly enjoyed. It. She she didn't like it when I put the trailer on. She didn't quite get it, but then I put the movie on, and she kind of mm. cooched in next to me on the couch, and it, it was a good little watch the two that we we had together. So that's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Um, I mean, I don't really got much else to say on the film. It's, yeah, it's worth it's, it's worth the watch. It's worth the uh, what like hour and a half. I yeah, think it was think like so. hour hour forty minutes. Something um. Like yeah, solid film all around. Uh, excellent job to the creators. I'll have to check out the little videos and stuff because I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, props to the voice actor for Marcel because I genuinely thought you were a little girl um, <laughs> doing the voice. So way well done to you. I had no idea a woman who one movie could be whipping a dog over her head like a medieval flail. And then the next mm-hmm. movie, you know, tiny little shell person that, that breaks my heart. But, you know, <laughs> way, way to go. Way to go. You've got range. Mm-hmm. And not just like for, to the end of the leash. Yeah. Like, vo- like, like vocal chops. <laughs> you got any, uh, do, do, you got, do you got any final thoughts? A little, 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 little final wisdom for us, Braden? I sure do. But before we get to that, remember, like, subscribe, share the podcast. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love that you're here and we appreciate you. We'll see you next week. And until then, remember, if they can make penicillin penicillin out of moldy old bread, you can make something amazing out of yourself. Good night, everybody. Hey, guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in. And just to let you all know that we record at 930 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you'll join us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.